The Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Let's go. Glad to have you. The Joe Pags Show. Bottom of the show will be Mike Davis. We're going to talk about what Trump is likely to do tomorrow in Fulton County, Georgia. We had Rudy Giuliani today in Fulton County, Georgia, and he gave a comment to the press before he before he left Manhattan. He uh, mugshot. They they love to get mugshots on everybody, as if that somehow makes them guilty. And, and I honestly think that Rudy Giuliani and and Donald Trump and anybody else who gets a mugshot should get that mugshot, put it on a T-shirt, and sell it for profit, because that's all it's going to be worth is the fact that it's a T-shirt. Nobody's going to be found guilty on this. And if they are, it'll be a mockery of our justice system. It'll be overturned at a higher court level. This is just a game to try to help Joe Biden win or the left win and stop Donald Trump from running against them. And again, I'll say this again. I have no problem calling out fellow conservatives. There are many people out there making the mistake of thinking that they keep on indicting him because they want him to be the the nominee. He's going to be the nominee. If you didn't charge him with anything, he would have been the nominee because most of us who voted for him in 20 believe that he should have gotten his second term. This is not. This is because they're scared to death. They are showing that they're scared to death. And when you hear Mike Davis at the bottom of the hour, you, you're going to realize that they won't stop. These four indictments aren't it, because he's going to be fine on all four of these. There are other indictments possibly coming from places like Arizona, places like Michigan. Oh, yeah, they're all working on it. This is all the, they just want to stop Trump. That's it. Period, end of story. So I have Mike Davis at the bottom of the hour. We're going to start things out, though. We're going to talk about what's happening in Maui. And the whole disaster relief that has been going to Maui has been so screwed up either on a local level or a federal level that, I mean, when you hear the story Carrie's got coming up, it's going to blow your mind. It just will. And those of you in in Honolulu who are listening in that area, you're going to be very, very angry by this, even on a Wednesday. Remember, households got $700 each. When you find out what the FEMA workers are, are getting as far as their their accommodation. It's going to make you very angry. It's hump day. Downhill the weekend from here. Carrie, how's it going? Uh, pretty good. Polo, making it happen. Getting it done. And there's Sam. Bottom. Bottom. I'm your talk show host, Joe Pags. That means the next couple of hours. Again, Mike Davis this hour. Next hour, Representative Ronnie Jackson. He's a doctor. Was the White House doctor for Bush for Obama and for Trump. He's got some thoughts on what we're seeing out of Biden right now. Not good. Again, Red Hot Chili Peppers hump to bump on a hump day. Even the left media is asking questions about the response to this to these fires in Maui. Even the left media is asking about this. You got the guy who was the emergency management guy in that area who quit because he was so horrific at his job. The sirens didn't go off. Was the water even available when the fire started? And how is it that it took over so much of that area so fast? To the point of where I'm hearing stories, and we don't have any, any confirmed numbers, hearing stories of like children's bones in cars, like they were like sitting in the car. So we're talking about a massive number we're going to end up getting, and a lot of them are going to be a lot of them are going to be children in Maui. The whole thing is sickening, but the one thing that you should be able to rely on is emergency management that we all pay for being there in the time of need. 
Certainly, you would think the figurehead, the president, would be there in the time of need. He, of course, waited, what, a week and a half, something like that, before going? Waited four or five days before saying anything, just saying no comment in the meantime. Then when he goes, he's misremembering stories that never happened, or he's comparing stories that did happen to what's happening now, and thank God they saved his Corvette and his cat. I mean, the guy falls asleep in the middle of somebody bearing witness to what happened in Maui. So that, that didn't get it done. And then when asked about it, Democrats still try to take up for him, which is very strange, when they shouldn't. But all that aside, we'll get into some of that. I've got sound bites, I've got video, I've got audio if you want to see it, JoePags.com, click on Watch Now. If you want to hear it, just make sure you stay right here on the radio station. But again, $700 per family was the emergency decree signed by Biden two days later, two days after the fire started. And then we find this out about how much the rooms are costing for FEMA workers to stay in this tropical island. Carrie, what do you have? From the blaze, federal emergency management agency officials are staying at expensive luxury hotels in Maui, located on the other side of the island from recovery efforts, the DailyMail.com reported. FEMA officials who've been sent to Hawaii to assist with recovery efforts following the deadly fires are reportedly staying in posh Maui resorts that start at $1,000 per night, according to the outlet. Meanwhile, the devastating wildfires have taken the lives of at least 114 people, left thousands of individuals without homes, and caused roughly $5 billion in damages. FEMA's slow response to the disaster has received widespread criticism. Now the agency's tone-deaf choice of lodging has sparked additional outrage. The DailyMail.com stated that approximately 1,000 FEMA workers are staying at four resorts in Wailea on the taxpayer's dime. Three of the hotels, including the Fairmont, Kialani, Four Seasons, and the Grand Wailea Astoria, boast five-star ratings and have previously accommodated wealthy elites and Hollywood celebrities. At the Fairmont Kialani is the only all-suite hotel in the state. Its 780 rooms are at least 860 square feet and include private balconies. The Four Seasons sits on 15 acres featuring a white fountain pool and 600-square-foot rooms. Uh, the Grand Walia, located on 40 acres on Walia Beach, has 776 rooms starting at 640 square feet. The FEMA officials are residing at a four-star hotel, Marriott, Relia Beach, for $531 per night, the outlet reported. All four luxury hotels are located approximately 45 minutes from the recovery site, leading some to question why FEMA did not choose from the many cheaper and closer lodging accommodations on the island's west end. Thank you, Carrie. Yeah, that leaves me asking the same question. $1,000 a night, $550 a night. And there are people who got one check per household for $700. Uh, again, let me just compare and contrast. $700 per household signed by Biden between vacations. And the FEMA workers are staying $1,000 a night, some of them. They're, carry 870-something feet for a, for a room. That's and a, a bigger balcony. room by, by square footage than I had. I think our first yeah. three or four apartments were less than that. Yeah. Yes. Is it a vacation? Now, maybe I can understand if, you know what, there are absolutely no hotels in that vicinity for them to stay in. But clearly, they are cheaper and closer accommodations to where FEMA needs to be to help people. Or put up some por- some portable FEMA housing and stay there and make sure you're staying near where the site is. You got to drive 45 minutes, so an hour and a half round trip mm-hmm. to go and do what you're supposed to be in Hawaii doing. 
I don't, you, no, you don't get a balcony. You don't get an 875-square-foot room. You don't get a room for $1,000 a night when the people there got 700 a household. And then when asked about this, is Biden being tone deaf? Is he late to the game? Did he take too much time to get there? Uh, the FEMA director was at, actually this, yeah, I think this is the FEMA director who's asked about this. Or they let me call her the director or they call her the administrator. Um, she's being asked by, I think, Wolf Blitzer. I want to get you, I want to get your thoughts on this, uh, the president's trip to, to Maui. You were there w- with him uh, yesterday. You've defended the president's handling of this crisis, but should he have been out front speaking publicly from the very start? This is the deadliest fire the U.S. has faced, what, in 100 years? Uh, This is definitely the deadliest fire that we have faced, and that is why I go out immediately at the president's direction to get in these communities to better understand and assess the situation so I can provide the president with the most accurate information about what the impacts are, Um, and that's exactly what we were able to do. The question was, should the president have been out there day one to get ahead of this and and say something? And remember, he waited almost five days. This is Deanne Criswell, the administrator from FEMA. Uh, Carrie, you've been in the news a long time. Did she answer the question? No, absolutely not. Yes, it's a deadly fire, the worst fire we've seen. That's why I've been out there at the president's behest from day one. No, no. The question was, from Wolf Blitzer, who loves Biden and hates Trump, the, cre- the question was, Should the president have been out there day one? And her answer is completely disconnected. And then uh, Tina Smith. And again, you people in Minnesota have to do better than this. This is the U.S. senator from Minnesota. She's asked about it as well. You know, listen, I um, understand from my colleagues in Hawaii that President Biden was very warmly received there. And I think also that... The president has a unique capacity to connect with people and um, express empathy for what they've been going through. She literally was asked about how tone deaf he was when he went there. She was asked about him making, you know, comparisons to a little kitchen fire. She was asked about how he was received. And we look, I've got video I can't play because the audio is F Joe Biden. I've got I've got video and pictures of people holding up signs saying too late. Get out of here, Trader Joe. I mean, the idea that he was welcomed warmly is not true. That's first of all, it's not true. But secondly, when asked about how disconnected he was and what he was saying, she's sitting in Minnesota or Washington, D.C., lying about how well he did there, lying about how good he is at showing empathy. And then you wonder, well, what is Joe Biden doing today? Because he's back in Lake Tahoe and he's back at the billionaire's house or whatever, the mansion, whatever it is. I think it's Tom Steyer is the guy's name, who's like a climate guy. And on the agenda today, well, Fox News reported on it. Also, this just into us from the White House. The president, the first lady and members of their family are taking a Pilates class right now, followed by a spin class. Um, This is out of the White House. Um, So we're watching for any of that. No pictures as of now. So the president is taking a Pilates class and a spin class. Well, FEMA workers are staying at $1,000 a night hotel rooms, as we don't know where upwards of 1,000 people are. They're probably dead, burned alive in their cars and in their homes. Again, listen, if Trump did one-tenth of this, they would have tried to get rid of him, impeach him, um, 25th Amendment, the guy. It isn't funny anymore. Carrie, had you heard they took Pilates and spin classes today? I did not, no. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know what the hell we're doing here. 
This is supposed to be the leader of the free world, the person, the top empathizer in chief. He's the guy who's supposed to be there for you and the government will be there, anything you need. And instead, he's taking Pilates classes in his third vacation in the last two weeks. Now has been on vacation, some estimates say, 377 days out of his first two and a half years in office. Last I checked, that's more than a whole year on vacation. Remember when they complained that Trump was golfing? I do remember that. Mm. He would go and golf with like world leaders. You know what I mean? And actually do the job while golfing. Sometimes he'd take a vacation and go golfing or go stay at Mar-a-Lago. But nowhere near, I've never heard of this. Why aren't these reporters and anchors doubling down when you get this double speak, like what you heard from the FEMA administrator, and they're not answering the questions when we all know good and well, if there were a Trump administration, there would be so much outrage and they would be demanding answers and talking about those signs when Biden's motorcade was going through Maui um, signs, like you said, we can't. You can't hear the audio and we can't show you because it was nothing but expletives for this president. Right. Well, it's a great I, question. I, and, and all things being equal, if you and I, um, if they were doing the job like you and I do the job, then they would ask those questions and they would hold their feet to, I'm going to say the fire, although that's a, it's not a very good metaphor right now. Um, at the end of the day, what you have is complicity from the media. Wolf Blitzer wants us to think he'll ask the hard questions. But you're right. If he doesn't give a follow-up. And that was a good question. It was. She didn't answer it. If he doesn't follow up, (laughs) then it it didn't matter that he asked it. Because he says, should he have been out there in front day one? And she gives a lie for a minute. He should follow up immediately. And he didn't, or else we'd have it. He should follow up and say, yeah, but shouldn't he have been the face? And make her answer it. Or when yes. Tina Smith says something so stupid as how he's the best at caring for people and empathizing, why don't you follow up with, it was a disconnected comparison between a small kitchen fire and a thousand people missing probably dead. And the fact you don't that see he was, that? He and was then greeted so warmly. I I didn't see that unless, you know, they're not showing us something. I, I, I just... There was no very, warm greeting. There was a warm greeting from the Democrat senator. There's a warm greeting from the mayor, but that's about it. There was no warm greeting. Anytime he saw real people in Hawaii, they were not happy to see him. Mm-hmm. And you're right. All the reporter has to do is say, well, wait a second. You said that what you've heard was that he was greeted warmly. We've got video and audio showing that he wasn't. And that, that disconnected story to his kitchen fire, that doesn't bother you? Don't the people of Maui deserve better than that? Then shut up and let her answer it. Because mm-hmm. how do you spin out of that? I don't know. Something tells me they would, but yeah, it's... They try. Mm, 888-941-PAGS. 888-941-7247. JoePags.com. Your thoughts about the FEMA workers staying in $1,000-a-night hotels that I've never stayed in a $1,000-a-night hotel. I probably never will. Way too much money. I want to spend that kind of money. Uh, I, I don't think I've ever stayed in a $550-a-night hotel. And that's, that's a load of money. But they're staying there 45 minutes away from where they're supposed to be doing the recovery efforts and the uh, and, and, and just assessing what the hell happened. Um, this while Joe Biden and his family are taking Pilates and spin classes. What are your thoughts? I need to. And by the way, Hawaii, I love you, but we are on delay in Hawaii. So I, I get emails all the time from Maui, from Honolulu, from all over the place. Um, but you guys hear the show, I think, like three hours later. And, and I love it. I love being on that set. I'm not complaining. I'm just saying I wish I could take you live. I can't because you're hearing the show later. So any questions and comments you have, go to my social media. I posted 
the whole Joe Biden doing spin class stuff on my social today uh, on, on the short video platforms, either on YouTube or Instagram, Joe Talk Show, on TikTok, Joe Pags. Go there and, and follow up on there. But I do want to hear from you, Hawaii. And again, emailing me is the best way to go. I, I answer a lot of them. I talked back and forth last night with several people from Honolulu. So we're here for you. Your thoughts on what, on what you saw and what you just heard. Keep it here. Joe Pags coming back. This is the Joe Pegg Show. Pleasure to have you here. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by the Joe Pag Show. Mike Davis up in about seven or eight minutes. Make sure you stick around for that. Great information, great insight into what's happening with Trump, the indictments and all that. Uh, Got to remind you, between 22-year high interest rates, banks uh, banks collapsing, and your economy, personal economy, being in rough shape because of the economy out of Washington, D.C., you got to make sure your future is looking bright. You got to make sure that your future and your assets are protected. You got to get a hold of my friends over at Swiss America. Swiss America is so knowledgeable. People are calling them. They're asking questions, and you've got questions. They've got answers. Get a hold of them right now. Swiss America is offering my listeners beautiful Walking Liberty half dollars at the amazingly low price of thirteen fifty each. Delivered. Limit two hundred fifty coins per customer while supplies last. Get this amazing deal right now by calling or texting. You got to mention my name, Joe Pags, 800-289-2646, or visit SwissAmerica.com slash PAGS. Mention my name, as I said, Joe Pags, when you call or text 800-289-2646, or visit SwissAmerica.com slash PAGS. That's SwissAmerica.com slash P-A-G-S. It's really convenient to call, or you can even text 800-289-2646. Message, message and data rates may apply. Get that done. Get it done right now. Let me go to the phone lines. I appreciate you stopping by. Dom, Minnesota, let's go. Hey, Joe. Hey. Appreciate the call, taking the call, and uh, appreciate everything you're doing for you our bet. great country. It's a shame that we've got to depend on talk show hosts and uh, other pundits. Like, um, oh, for instance, that, that, uh, that great guy with a big red beard and a steel top guitar to protect our great country. So thank you. Keep it up and making people aware of all of the things that are going on. It just adds up out in Hawaii. It, it, it stinks. Dom, I hear you. It does stink. It does stink. And, and I know that part of that was, what do we do about it? Well, again, they're doing all of this on our money. They're doing all of this because of how people voted. Um, I've actually got somebody on the line. I don't have time to take you, but Brian, I'm going to, or it's, it's actually Jim, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take what you were going to say. I don't have time to bring you on the air. But Jim is in, Oklahoma, is in Oklahoma, and he's saying, Hawaii, after all of this, is still going to vote blue. And I'm here to tell you, that's not necessarily the case. Don't ever forget, in the early 1990s, New York State voted in Pataki, and New York City voted in Rudy Giuliani. And what they did made that state better by a lot. The people at some point get to a breaking point. They at some point get to a line in the sand, and where the government crosses that line in the sand, the government then is going gonna, is gonna to get blowback. And that blowback is, we're not going to vote for your ass again. You did this, we're never going to forget. We're going to make sure we get people in there that care about us, care about the people, and utilize the money we give you, that we're forced to give you, to make sure that we get what we need when we need it. This is a major monumental failure on a governmental level, both local and, and state and, and federal. 
and nobody in Hawaii should ever forget that. I'm not so sure they're going to go blue the next time. Keep it here. Mike Davis. Don't be an A-Dub. Stay with the Joe Pag Show.